Hello and welcome to the Shorenstein Center Media and Politics Podcast. Today's episode features a conversation with Yagani Rizayan, a journalist and Fall 2016 Joan Shorenstein Fellow, who discusses her new paper titled How Women Journalists Are Silenced in a Man's World, The Double-Edged Sword of Reporting from Muslim Countries. The paper, which you can read in full at shorensteincenter.org, shines a light on the difficulties women reporters face while working in Muslim countries, as well as the importance of the stories they tell. We begin with Yegi giving a brief synopsis of the paper. So it's about the challenges and difficulties that female journalists face while doing their jobs with the focus on um, Islamic countries, including Middle Eastern countries. As you know, uh, and as I have said many times during the semester, being a journalist at times is very challenging and can be sometimes very dangerous. And it's a difficult job. It's a very demanding job. But I thought, based on my own personal experiences, being a woman add another layer of difficulty and challenge to it. Especially when I talk about Middle Eastern countries, they are mostly Islamic countries, and it is uh, very common in those countries to display patriarchal or misogynistic behaviors. So that that's what I talked about. Yegi explained why she chose to work on this topic during her time at the Shorenstein Center. Well, I think the main reason started be because of my own personal experience. You know, I worked my whole career as a journalist in the Islamic Republic of Iran, which is an all both Islamic and Middle Eastern country. And... Um, I faced some challenges that I realized some other colleagues of mine in um, similar countries may face. So I wanted to study that and to make sure that by brainstorming our similar or maybe different experiences, maybe we can help each other in covering that part of the world and covering basically make our job looks a little bit more pleasant and easier to do. We asked Yegi what she found most surprising during her research. Basically, the main finding of of the paper is that as I went uh, through and I made different interviews with uh, other female journalists who cover Islamic countries, including Middle East, I realized, okay, most of the Western women reporters who traveled there and covered those countries, yes, they faced real challenges, but they unanimously said while they were working like in Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Egypt, Libya, they found that the job is difficult, but also it's as twice more difficult for local women covering those countries. And uh, I don't say that I was surprised with it, but that's a whole new, opens a whole new window of studying. So I want to dedicate the rest of my time here in Cambridge and talk to more local women that cover their own countries. 
Yegi explained how female journalists are frequently able to access areas and interview subjects that are off-limits to many male reporters. Another finding that we were all of us were unanimous about it was that, yes, because those countries are portraying or displaying misogynistic behavior, so their women, like 50% of those communities are hidden behind closed doors. And those women local women of those countries have so many untold stories. Basically, they are half of the population that nobody has ever heard their voice. Like lots of people, lives have been drastically changed in Syria because of the war. But being able to hear the war perspective from a woman point of view a mother who lost kids or lost her home or husband. That's a whole new um, story. And I think being, I talked to also some male reporters who covered Middle East and they were saying, oh, they spent a whole afternoon sitting talking to Yemenis officials or Egyptian guys. And then they said, okay, there was one woman reporter among them, and she was able to go to the corridors and talk to the Egyptian women and find out about their lifestyle, find out about the things that they have never been able to share. And the story that she got was, like, I think, much more fascinating than her male colleagues. So that that's something really interesting, and I think that's... Um, one of the main thing that still um, gets more Western women to go and cover those areas because they know being a woman, they have access to men of those countries, but also they are able to go and see and talk to the other half of the population. So that's really interesting for me. Yegi spoke about how she feels media organizations can work more closely together to protect and provide training for reporters working in challenging environments. Definitely um, several things. First, there are some like international NGOs like Committee to Protect Journalists or Reporters Without Borders or in U.S. National Press Club. These are all great NGOs and they separately, individually work so hard um, to train reporters and to fight for them in case they end up in prison or some problems. But one, uh, I think, criticized to what they do is that they don't cooperate so much. So I think if they cooperate together more and more, that would definitely lead into better result. Second, I think we are in a time that the world, there is no like world war, but there are wars in each corner, every corner um, of the globe. So I think this is a very special time for all the big, at least, news agencies or newspaper like AP, like Reuters, like New York Times, Washington Post. These are big corporates who have offices everywhere they definitely have to provide more training for their reporters and prepare them psychologically and emotionally for what they are stepping into it. Because being psychologically or culturally prepared or familiar with what you are going to do, 
um, is really helpful in terms of being able to protect yourself, to protect the material that you are working, to protect your sources that can be local and very defenseless. And um, it, it promotes the quality of the work that you will finally present as a journalist. Yes, I, I definitely expect, and I'm thinking about um, maybe cooperating with some of these NGOs to create uh, more training uh, um, courses for, for journalists, like short courses, but um, practical courses. Finally, Yegi shared what she hopes will be the key takeaways from her paper, as well as advice to journalists thinking of reporting in different countries. First, yes, I talked about Middle Eastern Islamic countries, but those there are so many things that are still tab- taboos on, in those countries. But at the same time, I don't want people to feel discouraged and not to go and cover those places, because if it is not for the sacrifices that journalists do uncover those places, then nobody will be able to see the reality of what is happening there. So that's one thing. I honestly try to um, encourage people that despite the challenges, it it is a still a very important part of the world. And especially because of what local women in that part of the world are going through, their stories are very interesting. So I want people still to feel enthusiastic and go and cover that. But at the same time, as I said earlier, I think I want journalists, especially women journalists, to um, think about what they do. Just because Middle East is trendy these days, they shouldn't pack their bag in all of a sudden travel there. I want to make sure that my fellow colleagues um, study a little bit more about what they want to do, learn the culture, learn the language. If you want to go to one of these Islamic Arab countries, learn the language, learn the culture, learn about the clothing, um, learn about the government, even learn about, study the um, security apparatus of those countries, or like intelligence um, units, you know, a country like my own, Iran, has so many different um, intelligence units working separately. So you may not be arrested by this one, but you never know if the other one can cause you any trouble or not. So it's really good to study, do your homework before going there. You can read Yegi's full paper at shorensteincenter.org by clicking on Research. Thanks for listening to the Shorenstein Center Media and Politics Podcast. Music provided by extrememusic.com.